Hey guys, what's up? Um, I wanted to do a really short podcast. Um, this one, uh, I'm not going to have any teaching in this one, so if that's what you were expecting, I'm sorry. But uh, I, I wanted to point out one of my uh, blog post ideas. Uh, it's a little series that I've started on there called A Push Towards Analog. Um, by the way, I don't. Even, why, why do I do that? Anyways... Hey guys, uh, I wanted to hop on and do another podcast. This is going to be, I guess, episode four. Um, this podcast in particular, uh, it's not going to have any teaching in it, or at least I don't expect there to be any teaching. Sometimes I go off the handle, but uh, or off the off the rip. Anyways, I wanted to point out one of my blog post ideas and uh, kind of draw some attention to that. Um, it's called a push towards analog. It's my first, uh, series on there. <clears throat> and, uh, I just wanted to draw some attention to it. I wanted to kind of give you the basic premise of it and kind of talk about it a little bit, because the only way that I've talked about it so far has been through uh, written form on the blog. And, uh, sometimes when I talk, I like to rant a little bit. Sometimes I like to ramble and, uh, yeah, I can get my thoughts out a little bit easier, a little bit more casually if I'm speaking on them than if I'm talking about it. So yeah, um, <clears throat> recently I, I put one up about coffee and I, I plan to do a lot more um, just in this same vein. I have some about uh, wanting to take notes. I have some um, talking about music. So it's going to be pretty diverse, but I wanted to talk to you again just about the basic premise of it. So it's called A Push Towards Analog. And uh, I think I really got this idea from a book that I read uh, called Digital Minimalism. And I think the author's name is Cal Newport. Um, basically, what Digital Minimalism was talking about was just kind of taking a step back from technology a little bit, <clears throat> reevaluating how we use technology and uh, that sort of thing. A lot of the stories that he uses in his book were things talking about maybe... Um, move my microphone a little bit a lot of things that he was talking about was more or less like hey I'm, I'm on Facebook too much you know so this is how I've kind of got off of Facebook a little bit or you know it's something like that but it kind of sparked in me a little bit of an interest in how we just use technology way too much I mean for literally everything we're using technology now and I don't think that technology is bad you know I don't think that it's inherently evil or something like that. You know, I'm not going to go full Amish, but I am going to admit that I think Amish had something going on. You know, <laughs> I think they still have something going on. You know, they, and if you read the book, he focuses a lot on the Amish too. So that's kind of why I'm bringing it up. But um, he focuses on the Amish because they have such a strong sense of community. They have a strong sense of um, just, just their home life you know, um, the strong family values and, and things like that. And as most of us know, Amish are, uh, devout Christians and yeah, I, I just think that, I mean, for the, a lot of, in a lot of ways, the Amish have it going on, you know, and I'm not going to say anything else about the Amish cause I don't know that much about the Amish, but I will say this, the parts of society that we lack, you know, in our modern society, you know, a sense of community, you know, the, like I said before, the sense of community and the family values, family values, um, education, you know, some of these things are just falling down pretty rapidly. 
you know? And I think a lot of it can be fixed if we would take a step back from technology, maybe not, you know, uh, delegate everything to technology. And we started to use our own mental capacity a little bit more. All right. So what did I really, what do I mean by that? Right. Um, if you read the blog post, one of the first things that I bring up is, uh, watches. Now for me, I've used a, I've used an analog watch, um, here the last few years, uh, I've always liked analog watches. It's just a, a style preference mostly. But I always get this urge, you know, every once in a while, you know, I'll get some jingle in my pocket and I think, man, I, I kind of want an Apple Watch. So I, <laughs> I'll go and I'll look around and I'll shop around and um, I'll mull it around in my head for a few weeks. And I always kind of come to the same conclusion. Why do I need a cell phone on my wrist? Because I don't, you know, I just don't. And I'm not knocking anybody who has it, not at all. I mean, I, I think Apple watches are cool. But as for me, um, I don't need, I think for my, my own mental health, I don't think that I need a cell phone in my pocket and I need one on my wrist as well. And the reason I say that is because I don't think that I need to be that connected. I realize that on a certain level, I need to be connected you know, I need to be reachable in today's society. Like people need to be able to call me. My wife needs to be able to text me or call me and I can respond to her and, and things like that. But I think for myself, I need to set up some boundaries for myself. So I've opted to uh, stick to an analog watch, you know, and eventually, you know, I, I get into some digitals and things like that, but I never get into anything that, you know, is tracking my steps or it's like, um, is tracking my steps or, um, I, I don't know, uh, receiving phone calls or text messages or anything like that. I just think that it's just a little too much, you know, does that make sense to you? It's just a little too much for me. I don't need both. I just need one, you know, I don't need a redundancy of a cell phone because a cell phone is a redundancy itself, you know, anyways. So that's, kind of like one of the, the main drivers behind it is the Apple watch, because I keep going back to the Apple watch in my, just in my own life, you know, and I keep bucking that trend of, yes, I need this. Yes, I need this. So when I talk about a push towards analog, it's, it's not that it's not that I think we need to be, um, completely, you know, we take technology and we just completely do away with it. That's not at all what I think. I think technology is here for a purpose. And I think that technology is useful for what we set out to do with it. But there comes a point where enough is enough with technology, right? And I don't know exactly where that point is. You know, I'm not a philosopher, all these things. But I can recognize a trend. And... I was listening to a story actually this morning about uh, our national parks. I was listening to something about, um, uh, what was it called? Booz Allen, maybe? So something that's new. Anyways, basically what this story was going on about was that you can pay, um, or for certain national parks around the country, there's certain areas that are restricted. And probably for a, a decent enough reason that, you know, they, they try to protect these places and yada yada. But for these places, it's not as if they're 
restricted completely. You just have to pay a minimal fee. So this minimal fee that was being charged online, I think was $9 or something. $7 was going to the federal government and the other two was going to this company called Booz Allen. Um, so what, what I had learned was um, basically what has happened is people have got into uh, automating, you know, using bots to go on and fill these spots and they do it uh, faster than any human can because it's all computer generated and they just, you know, they set up a, an AI and it does it all. Um, that's when I think it's, it's probably too much, you know, and I'm not accusing Booz Allen of doing this. they they were just taking the fee, you know, and it's from what I understand, it's totally legal for them to do. But these other places like Ticketmaster was, uh, had a bunch of bots coming in and taking all these, uh, Taylor Swift tickets from Ticketmaster. You had, um, you have bots now doing this for campsites, you know. So you have AI running. Hold on, let me take a drink. You have AI running a lot of these programs that, um, you know, scammers use these things and things like that. All that to say this. Technology has gotten to a point now where it's almost like it's almost like if you're not playing the game, is that even what I'm trying to say? Technology has gotten to a point where it's almost too much. It's just too much. And <laughs> I don't think I'm alone in saying this, you know. We go through school and we learn about, you know, technological innovations, right? So way back in the day, you had, you know, someone who came up, you know, someone is, is digging with their hand and someone said, Hey, how about you use that rock? So they started using a rock and they're like, Hey, won't you put a pole on that rock? And they're like, Hey, if you flatten this rock out a little bit, it might be able to cut a little bit better. And we have innovations like that. You know, eventually you get a shovel, you know, we're still using shovels. We still, I mean, we have machines that are big shovels. Now we have excavators and things like that. And you have, uh, innovation now in, in bulldozers and things where you hook them up to a GPS and they basically drive themselves. Like I seen something the other day, a, a guy was operating a machine from a different country. It was basically like a, a drone. I'm not saying that that's a bad innovation. I'm sure it's saving someone money, but it's probably costing someone else a job too. So where do we, where do we draw the line? Right. And like I said before, I'm not a philosopher, so, and, and I'm not in public office or anything like that. So it's not like I'm trying to draw a, a hard line for everybody to agree with me. But I wanted to go through in this series just how I have sort of bucked the trends of modernity is how I, I wrote it down. How I bucked those trends and how I have been able to incorporate a little bit more time into my life, you know? Um, a lot of times, and there's, there's been a lot of these moments in my life where I'll get on my cell phone and I have, I have a iPhone, like, you know, half the world. And I look at my screen time and I'm just appalled at how much time that I've spent. And it's not even, you know, at least for me, a lot of times it's not even me picking it up, throwing it back down, uh, two hours later, it's me picking it up, checking it 
for a, you know 30, 40 seconds. I'll get stuck scrolling for five minutes. And I'll think, what am I doing? And then I'll put it back up. But those five minute intervals really add up. You know, they really add up. So I, I sought to kind of uh, get some of that time back, you know, and I thought, well, how can I do that? And I, I thought, well, how about I just take things that I'm already doing, you know, things out of my daily routine, maybe, and I'll just make them a little bit longer. You know, I'll, I'll find a way to make this process a little bit uh, longer. So I, so I'm basically forcing myself to chill out a little bit, you know, basically forcing myself to spend more time doing things so that I don't have time, downtime to sit on my phone because in our modern society, I mean, if you have downtime, what are you doing? Probably scrolling on your phone. You're probably not making time to, you know, talk to people or, you know, you're probably not making time to do something because anything other than the, the easy thing, which is to get on our phone and scroll and stuff like that, anything other than that just seems kind of daunting. Anything other than that seems like it's a little too much. So a lot of times what happens is instead of opening up our Bibles or praying or anything like that, you know, studying a subject that we're interested in, we'll just hop on Facebook and we'll see what, you know, such and such pastor said today or, you know, so and so uh, teacher said today. Instead of going and, and seeking these things out for ourselves, we just kind of indulge. And we just sign into Facebook and we do our thing. Technology has enabled us to do that. And it's kind of seems like it's becoming a downfall for a lot of people. It kind of seems like it's becoming more and more of a problem time-wise. And I, I, I think that's what happened with me. I think a lot of, a lot of that sort of uh, came out in me. When I'm looking at my screen time and I'm just appalled at the amount of time that I've spent on my phone. So, yeah, these little things that I do um, to elongate my time in my own headspace, that's what I'm, I'm trying to focus on. That's what I'm trying to write on. The last one was on coffee and uh, how I kind of uh, focus more on my coffee making and set that time apart from any other part of the day. Uh, for study, for for prayer, for those sorts of things. You know, about as technology-driven uh, as I get in my coffee is to you know, turn on a podcast or something as I'm driving. But making the conscious decision that, hey, I'm going to use this time for me and the Lord um, really helped my relationship with the Lord, number one. And number two, it helped me get off of my phone, which <laughs> anytime that you can do that, it's going to be better for your mental health, right? I think I wrote in uh, the initial post something like something along the lines of um, the only ways that these companies really grab your attention is to make you happy, sad, angry, you know, things like that. Something that you get a you get a response out of a really quick response. So when we're 
stuck in those response modes, you know, when we're only stuck in set. Here's a good example. How many times have you looked at a, a post, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, you see a post and it's kind of spicy and you're like, oh man, these, these comments, right? I got to sit and I got to look at all these comments because what if so-and-so said something, right? That doesn't help anything. <laughs> And I'll be the first to admit, I've been the guy who's wrote the spicy post. I've been the guy commenting. I've been the guy looking for the comments, looking for the, looking for the tea. This is not something that we really should be engaged in. You know, this isn't something that really is all that important. And it's definitely not important to eternity. So why do we focus on these things? Well, it's all just a distraction. A distraction that's making these companies bukus of money. Um... So yeah, that's what I'm trying to, to push against. Some of the things I want to write about, um, well, I, I mentioned some of them earlier. Just keep checking back to the blog. Keep checking back uh, to the podcast. If you guys see my stuff anywhere, my daily devotions, all that stuff, please share that stuff around. Um, I hope that this was at least enjoyable for you. I hope you got something out of this today. Made you think a little bit. Uh, like I said, I was trying to keep it short, sweet, to the point. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a great day. And love you.